I'd like to invite you to take a moment, finding a place of comfort, a place of peace, a place of newness, a place of wonder, and a place of curiosity. Breathing in and breathing out, inviting you to the openness of a new experience. And as you breathe in and breathe out, encouraging you to take your active imagination and find wonder, curiosity, and a lived experience that is ever so new. Breathing in and breathing out, allowing yourself to meander, explore, and be surprised. And as you continue to breathe, connecting to your body, finding connection to your heart, and exploring your vision space, I invite you to settle deeper and deeper into the novelty of the idea of newness. What does it mean? How does it feel? And what is coming up for you? And now as you breathe in and breathe out, reconnecting to your body, this body, this present moment, Allow yourself all the space to explore what was new, what is new. Hi, it's Ryan. Welcome to your weekly dose of The Psychedelic Psychologist, where I invite my guests to share stories about their psychedelic experiences. We cover a variety of topics from overcoming addiction and severe depression to finding wholeness in a spiritual emergence. Today, you're going to hear from one of my beloved guests, Tom, who a great pleasure and deep appreciation for on their spiritual journey and their healing practice. Tom, it's so good to hear you. Good to see you. How are you coming in today? Hey, Ryan. I'm coming in in a pretty peaceful, relaxed, and grateful place. So that's that. I love that sense of peacefulness. And I know you and I have been working together some time, both in preparation and integration of a pretty big experience that you had most recently. How are you landing now in retrospect? You talk about being peaceful. How How is it becoming integrated, this lovely experience you had? It's it's kind of this new sense of, I don't love the word resiliency, but that's what's coming to mind. But just that I, I feel a little more grounded, a little less affected by, you know, external stuff which is really a nice break for me, you know, including my own kind of internal messaging and narratives. So pretty, pretty grateful for being in that place of be, kind of between worlds, between different realities and super curious about that and really grateful for that. Can we unpack that just a moment? Because it really, it, it catches my eye when you say between worlds 
And before we talk about resiliency, every conversation with psychedelics seems to start one way and go another. Tell me a little bit about what it means to you and the messaging you're getting from being in two worlds and what that sounds like and looks like. For example, yesterday, uh, where the weather's pretty cloudy and dark and it, and it just felt super bright still. So it was, and I love that because it's that, that example is a reminder that, you know, there's something bigger going on uh, with me and lots of synchronicities happening, which I, I, I'm before my experience, I was pretty good at noticing things and taking things in, but it's. It, shift, it has shifted to a much more spiritual place. And, and it's that kind of opening between, you know, what we think our reality is and really what's going on in the bigger universe. So that part is really exciting for me. And eventually when, when those things happen, making me feel more grounded, making me feel more calm, peaceful, comfortable in, in my own, in my own space, which is great. You say something really profound for me is this idea of when you hit that light, when you hit that deep connection to synchronicity, it's actually providing you more of a sense of grounding into who you truly are as an authentic person, as connected to your spirit, it sounds as if you're saying. Yeah, very much so. And these ideas of just feeling more integrated and connected to just body, mind, spirit stuff. Like there is this more completeness sense of self as opposed to getting just totally sucked into my thoughts or sucked into a feeling or something more conceptual. It's just, it feels like that is all blended in a, in a much healthier, manageable way. So because this was a novel and very new experience to you can i tap into what was the draw what what was on the horizon for you to start to notice this medicine work as an opportunity to tap into that mind body and spirit for yourself because i know you as a, a man that's very devoted to your healing practice what was the draw to the medicine work it it's about having to go deeper, almost like I didn't really have a choice. So I feel pretty connected to, you know, my meditation. I do a fair amount of yoga and, but always this kind of gnawing sense of what are those deeper relationships in the universe and what, what is on here and getting more, you know, again, those synchronicities are signs that something else happens and, and that there is this kind of infinite possibility of being a spiritual person. So, so the spiritual piece was, was really kind of, you know, I think of it in the balance. So by balancing my mind, body, spirit, it's like the spirit needed more attention. And interestingly enough, opening that up has created more awareness for, for those other areas that, you know, that I tend to pretty well, not, I don't, I'm not. I'm not perfect, but boy, I'm going to work. I'm, I'm working really hard at, at being my authentic self and my better self. Yeah. And what, what I resonate with when you say that is this idea of it. Okay. It is okay. 
to acknowledge that certain parts of ourselves are going to be looked at within the medicine work. It's not this, oh, I'm going to hit up during a big psilocybin session and it's going to draw me into all these different components. Whereas what you're saying is it was highly spiritual for you and it came out in a resigning way that gave you some new information to look at that you've already been kind of processing prior to using medicine. Yeah, absolutely. And, and then putting a different perspective on things like just internal messages, like, you know, air quotes, of course, or, you know, I get it already. Already, It's so kind of in my face and, and then that's, and, and there's, yeah, there's, there's, it's nice to see you smile laugh because there's something super playful about it, which is really lovely for me. Yeah. And I don't, I don't get scared of that. And when I hear you integrating that, Tom, it reassures me that it is playful. And I love the air quotes of all right already, because one of the things I'm often reminding people of is this idea that it could be a radical re-imprint of something we already knew. It's just coming at it in a different messaging or a more in your face or subtle way that says, hey, you already have this within you. Let me now help you unlock it. Did you find anything yes. like that in yourself? Yeah, that very, uh, very much so. Thanks for that that reminder of, you know, I had a pretty strong sense. I thought of that, you know, all these questions and all these experiences in this life, I know they're all within me and the capability of, of going beyond within me, but having the spiritual experience has opened all those things in a much, much bigger way. Uh, so for me, it was really family of origin stuff that I think I have that kind of figured out. I think I've done that work, but I didn't fully, obviously. So lots of, lots of grief and loss stuff came up that was really, really, really deep and painful, but really beautiful as well. So that, that, so again, I knew it was within me and that I was aware of it, but it, it came to me in a much more, a deeper, more profound kind of way experience. And then just sense of self was, is the other big thing for me that again, yeah, I'm pretty grounded. People would say I have my shit together or that I've, I've done, done work and I truly so much, so much more to look at. And, you know, if we think about being our best selves or our authentic self. You know, I have work to do around that and it's more clear to me now. And that part is super exciting. Um, it's not, well, with the grief and loss stuff and it, with the identity stuff, it's not as scary as I thought it would be. Yeah. And when I hear this and I want to appreciate and honor you for saying that, because what is really, really clear in your voice is there's a levity to it, even though I'm hearing you say you're accepting the invitation of the magnitude of the work that's still to come or the nuances or this larger appreciation for respecting grief and loss or my family of origin. It's not as if you're afraid of it or frustrated at the fact that there's a revisiting of sorts. Yeah, exactly. It actually is helping put things in place. It's helping make sense of, of my life and who I am or who I thought I was. And, and really giving me permission to look at what's important. I think this, this juxtaposition between 
super serious, right? And super profound and yet really magical. And that really is who I am. I mean, I love both of those, those kinds of places and that I get to do all of that is exciting. Yeah. Someone once who I deeply respect and honor says serious. Why so serious? This idea of, as you said, the juxtapose of taking things very important with seriousness, but also knowing this magical playfulness as it embodies you. Are you noticing in your life those experiences, these playful things or the synchronicities of kind of letting things go a little bit more? Yeah, very much so. So when, you know, if there's a time in the day where there are more serious, profound things to deal with, for example, we're on a, on a break right now, we're on a vac- bit of a vacation in the desert and I was sitting out, I'd and kind of doing some spiritual writing and just seeing what was going on. And my eyes were closed after the writing and I know I felt this weird vibration on both hands and it was a hummingbird like a big a big ass hummingbird like like a six inch hummingbird and it was lit it was touching my but not landing on it and then it went away it came back and it was just hovering all over my shoulders and necks it was just it was very weird like it didn't feel like a hummingbird that i've ever seen or experienced so that kind of stuff quickly puts things in perspective for me like yeah, again, I, I get it. Of course, why so serious? What it's a really gift. Good. What a gift. Yeah, it was really, really awesome. And to then be able to just let it be and present to that moment rather than going, oh my goodness, now I need to make sense of it or Snapchat yeah. it or throw it on Instagram. Yeah. You got to just yeah. be with it. Exactly. And yeah, and just being more present in nature, around people, by myself, meditation has kind of shifted in a different way as well. So yeah, it's been fascinating. Knowing this is a new experience and you're taking the integration so confidently and comfort within it. Can you tell me what's on the horizon for you now that you're looking back a little bit with retrospect and moving forward in your healing journey? How do you reconcile these wonderful stories and what do you think you're going to do with it? I think, you know, next steps, there's, there's going to be short-term next steps. There's going to be medium and long-term next steps. More immediate things are just, again, it's all enveloped in a sense of gratefulness. And an immediate next step is just really trying to, to know and own how does one do less which has always been a challenge for me. I was not, you know, raised that way. I was not enculturated that way. So doing less, less is more, fine things. And so that, that is, I always knew that was kind of out there somewhere, but it's, it's very much in my face now. Like I don't have a choice that, you know, you don't have, I don't, I don't feel like I have the capacity to continue to do all the, the kind of grief and loss stuff as much and trauma stuff. And really, I've, you know, my, my dead mother would tell you, sometimes we change our address book. So, so her address book really was in pencil and I kind of get it now. So it's, I have to be careful about who I'm around and, well, you know, who I'm not around, which again, I kind of got that, but now it's 
really crystal clear. And then, so with the, with the working less, doing less, being better, kinder, gentler to myself, there could be a relocation, kind of being called to the desert, if you will. And I love that image and, and just that idea of whatever, of whatever that means. So that's, that continues to unravel in a pretty, in a pretty clear way. So I'm excited about that. What's the emotion that comes up when you say that? What is the emotion that I hear in your voice as you're reflecting on making your life simpler, taking stock on who you actually let in your circle, considering a relocation? What what kind of emotional state do you fall into? It it feels like I'm giving and getting permission to to do what it is that I need to do. As I age, and it doesn't feel like I'm, I'm judging myself less. I'm, I'm going to, you know, less judge, let, let less judgment come in from other people or old ideas. So it, it's, it's feelings of freedom, openness, gratefulness, which That's is tremendous. That's really tremendous. Tell me a little bit about this idea, if we could unpack it more. You mentioned going against cultural grains and historical family of origin. What is the voice you tell yourself as you're becoming more and more true to yourself? The, the new voice that and images that I really can't ignore, which I'm really excited about, is just that this these ideas of that I get to be who I am. So the big, the big focus is who am I and what do I want? The, those are really where I'm being kind of pulled. And knowing that, you know, being, being raised and enculturated into a society that, you know, men do this and women do this, even though, you know, we, we, we tried to be more fluid in that. I've always been more fluid in that. And now it's revisiting that which is, which has been great. My amazing. Kids, yeah. My kids would tell you that I was always the mom and the dad. And it's, I think it's a good descriptor in that I get to be that person. Yeah. And confident in it, not only be that person, but as I see you resonate and radiate that out. Right. So as you say, getting more comfortable internally within yourself, what I'm humbled by is I get to see an external representation of that as you're within that fluidity and expressing yourself in that way. Yeah. Thanks for knowing that. And thanks for seeing that. I do. I do. Tell me about the retrospective psychedelic homage you have today, knowing that this was your first experience. You did a beautiful amount of preparatory work. What, what resonates with you and what are you honoring in this medicine work that you're walking away with? Well, I'm not taking for granted the, um, the timing and, you know, the, the, the de development that's happened and finding you as my guide and going through this experience and really felt really, really spiritual in a way like, wow, this is, this is available to me. Like the, you know, the stars came together. If the planets paid attention. Yeah. I so see you're really, really, really grateful. I see you. What's coming up? I always, you know, me, my broken record when I see yeah, you. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. 
I think just overwhelming gratefulness and appreciating ancestors and our history on this earth and that history that we have spiritually that we're not even fully aware of. That is just really heart opening and lovely. I fucking love that too, that you say the fact of the unknown, the universe, the ancestors, and the hundreds of billions of souls and spirits that have walked this planet, that brings you gratitude, heart opening, and humility. You know, often the unknown scares people, but what I love about your conversation and your vantage point is it's a draw to you. It's a curiosity of sorts. Yeah, very much so. I mean, I could see going down the, this, you know, the scary path, but I'm not going to do that because I'm so curious and so appreciative of this, you know, this opportunity that that's been there all along. And now I get to do this, this great integration work, which is very exciting. You talk to me about practicality and integration. What have you been surprised at that you talked about having one foot in and one foot out and what have you noticed differently about just your practical life? I know you've mentioned the synchronicities, the levity, the lightness, but have you been surprised at actually the effort integration takes and more of the presence that benefits a good session? Yeah, I think one of the most surprising things is I used to, you know, I'm, I'm sleep and, you know, sleep hygiene is, you know, almost kind of sacred for me so that I can you know, do the work I do and be, be who I need to be. So sleep has really been impacted, but so less sleep because, because my mind and spirit are so busy. So, but it, I don't feel more tired. I feel more rested in it. So difference has really shifted. The dream work stuff is really fascinating. I know there's a lot going on. So that's me that that there would be the, the ship in, in those kinds of areas in my life. I, I actually, right now, I still have less energy than I would like, but I think that's, that's helping me do less to be, to be less driven to, you know, to, to be in the moment more. So I think that's, again, that feels a little whimsical to me. Like it's, it's you know, the gods have a sense of humor. They that, sure do. Yeah. That we're not going to let you continue on this treadmill. You're actually going to do less. Well, and what I love about everything you're saying and I'm deeply admiring and respect is this idea of listening to the lines and the stories and trusting it. As you said earlier, you know, it's really nothing we can do about it. So as you say, your energy level and how it affects less things to do, it's really a beautiful story rather than worrying about and often I hear that from people, oh, my sleep has changed or I'm thinking so much or I've got so much on my plate or I'm not doing enough. Well, we have to listen to those signs. Yeah. Ex yeah. And that feels like it's, it's another one of those, I get it, I'm paying attention and that makes me smile. I always love to see you, hear you, and I'm deeply honored by what you're doing and the work you're doing and the lineage you're bringing to the table. What are you doing to be gentle with yourself today? I have less of an agenda. I'm, I'm spending more time outside. You know, the more I can be in nature, the, the more quickly I feel grounded. 
And so that feels, you know, really sacred and really lovely. And just being around people that, that I love and that I know love me is really kind of the centerpiece. Isn't that what life's about? You said it in such a beautiful synopsis. And I know the work you've done in your life, you deserve that. Strip it down and connect with the people that you mean to connect with, right? Yeah. And just even connecting with strangers or passerbyers or, you know, if I'm out somewhere, just different kind of conversations or I, I feel like people are, you know, they, they look at me in a different way. However weird that sounds like <laughs> no. this, like this guy, you know, he's kind of interesting. And, and so, yeah, if you want a quick, funny story. So we were out last night and there was some, a music venue in town and there was this amazing drag queen and just, she was just stunningly beautiful. And her and I just, even across the room, we just kept like, we would catch each other's eye and we would kind of smile. So I finally went up to her and we had a wonderful conversation. And that was another, again, one of those big synchronicity things like, okay, I'm paying attention. This is really lovely and beautiful. And I typically probably wouldn't have been that open to talking with, you know, air quote, stranger person. So just those kind of loveliness in that loveliness in even strangers and new people. Isn't that, it, it's such a breath of fresh air because it brings us to what I think one of the most important things in life is this connection and finding our people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and, you know, those connections when you, you know, I th do I know you from a different place? Do I, have we been here before? I, you know, that's happening much more. Oh yeah. Unpack that for me. So you get to see people in a different light, as you said, around that individual you met, you see it in their eyes, you start seeing it in their being and their, their whole presence, right? Yes. And, and, and quicker, deeper conversations, you know, like real conversations, not small talk, which I'm averse to anyway. So yeah. Yeah. It's super fascinating, this idea of deeper conversations and it's almost as if we're walking around with an invisible tattoo that we've been doing some psychedelic work because people are <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. let's talk. And then you start randomly talking about the subject matter without even bringing it to the tension. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really interesting. What would you say to yourself about this work? What do you owe yourself that you've done and what you're committed to? What are you acknowledging within yourself as we embark on more and more healing? that I, 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 I feel like I owe myself and really kind of deserve to be in a lighter, friendlier, sweeter, kinder place, you know, internally and externally. And that's what I'm going to do. You know, there's, there's kind of, you know, no turning back. Yeah, no turning back and vigilance. Just the, and I'll be right next to you in that vigilance of allowing yourself to be that lighter and carefree it's, it's a deep honor to walk with you thank yeah. you so much which is just really key and center and i'm very grateful for that ryan really lovely <laughs> <laughs>